Let's start with some tough love, all right? You two suck. Say my name. That's what the kids call Prissy guy with the mustache. You're listening to Inside the Gillivers, talking all things Breaking Bad, El Camino, and Better Call Saul. Brought to you by the Royal Bobbles Collection at bobbleheads.com. For all your favorite characters from the Gillivers, shop the Royal Bobbles Collection at bobbleheads.com. Also brought to you by Rode Microphones, the official microphone supplier of Inside the Gillivers. See their entire lineup today at rode.com. Now, please welcome your host, Eric Broadbent. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining us for Season 3, Episode 10 of Inside the Gillivers, talking all things Breaking Bad, El Camino, and Better Call Saul. My name is Eric Broadbent, and it comes with extreme pleasure to welcome back my co-host, before we get into our guest, our co-host, writer and director of last week's incredible Better Call Saul uh, mid-season finale, Tom Schnauz, and returning fan favorite guest, Lewis and Daniel Mancata. We're going to bring those gentlemen on right now, and I use the term gentleman loosely for Tom, uh, but we'll include him in, we'll include him in a mix, and I I think we got him right here. Here we go, guys. Welcome, everybody. Hey, hey. We lost good to be here. We lost Danny, but he'll be there. Yeah, good to have you back, guys. Good to see you, Eric. Tom, not so much, but uh, hey, Tom. <laughs> All right, I see how this Tom. evening's going to go. I just with like, yeah, how it is. He's like, Lovely, come on, I'm going to write him off. He knows. I, I love a long time. <laughs> well, uh, as we start to show a big shout out to brothers, uh, I told you guys off the air, you know, you guys are uh, brothers uh, for life. Um, I have my big brother from the East Coast of Canada watching tonight for the first time. So a big shout out to my brother, Rick, uh, who's a big inspiration to oh, me Rick. and his beautiful. Hey, Rick. Marco. You can be a friend of the cartel, Mr. Rick. All right. I think he's going to love it. You know what? I told him about Better Call Saul. Tom, you love this as well, too. I was at his house a, a couple weeks back, and in two weeks' time, he watched Breaking Bad. In two weeks' time, he watched season one through six. In two weeks. I know that's done by other people, too, but that's a lot of watching. Oh, wow. He couldn't um, do it in a week? Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, uh, what's the slack, Rick? Pick up the slack, right? Yeah, come on. What? It took you two whole weeks? Yeah. Two more no, that's, weeks. A, that's impressive. That's pretty that good. Impressive. I think so. Yeah, well done, Rick. <laughs> And nice to have you here. Um, as we, we're going to have crazy. a lot of questions coming in tonight. They're going to be fast and furious. And I just want to direct this one to Tom. And we were all talking with Tom off the air here as well, too. But, Tom, you know, th- all I can say about last week's episode, and spoiler alerts for everyone who's watching tonight, if you, if you haven't seen last week's episode, <laughs> go yeah, watch. If you're tuning in, if you're tuning in and you haven't seen the episode, get the hell out of here. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Bye-bye. I don't want to hear that crap, man. Mm-hmm. All I can say is, wow. I, and I'd like to ask is, I mean, you've like, I've, I, as I brag about you a lot, Tom, um, and I know you brag about you a lot too. Um, <laughs> of course. <laughs> but anyways, I know you've written head. some of the greatest. Using his head. <laughs> yeah. He's written some of the greatest episodes in Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul as well. Yeah. But where would you put this episode in your favorites? Does it have a special spot on, on your list of favorites? Oh, it's, uh, it's hard to, it's like ranking your children. You can't True. really. Can't really do that. I mean, I, it's it was a fun one to shoot, a fun, a great one to write. I was so glad. Yeah, I was, you know, these are not predetermined slots for writers and directors, and I got very lucky to get the directing slot where a lot of stuff happened. And uh, so, yeah, I, I, I was. It's definitely a, a favorite of mine for sure. Of uh, you know, but I, like I said, I can't uh, I can't put this over a lot of the others. I, I got to. Kill Luis in my very first Breaking Bad episode. It was great. He got shot in the head, and uh, Danny lost his leg. So that's a, always a warm spot in my heart. Another spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen Breaking Bad. Oh, sh- crap. 
I, I forget that there are people who that, bro. there are people who that, have uh, who have only watched Saul and not seen Breaking Bad. And that's I keep forgetting that. Yeah. So uh, try to put that out. I just said that out of your head. Yeah, <laughs> I never met anybody. <laughs> it's almost oh, like my father-in-law. Us- my father-in-law has not seen a, a single friend. Really? Wow. Hey, Tom, what are you recommending, Why are you still bro? friends? Hmm? Why are we still friends? Hey, bro. Because <laughs> he's, Wait, bro. he's, the, he's the father of my wife. I have to be friends with him. Yeah, <sighs> right. Hey, the first or the other, how will you watch it? If you haven't, like your your father. I would uh, watch it. I, I, first or I'm a traditionalist, like with the Star Wars films, watch them in the order they were released. I would watch uh, Breaking Bad, then watch God, Better yeah. Than Saul. That's cool. That's, That's good cool. advice. That's good advice for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. Somebody someday is going to cut it all up so it's in chronological order so that all the pieces that happened on Saul before Breaking Bad will see them and then leave all the Gene stuff till after uh, Walt dies. Another spoiler. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like saying like Darth Vader is is uh, Luke's father. It's spoiler alert, and I mean it's like how many years has it been? <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, yeah. There's got to be a time limit on on spoilers. Yeah, it's been <laughs> ten, ten years since Breaking Bad was. Yeah, over. Yeah, it's hard to believe that too. Before well, we jump, oh, before we jump into all the fan oh. questions, I just want to turn it to both Lewis and Danny. Um, can you give us a, a short summary uh, summary of what you thought of last week's episode? And and uh, I guess we'll start with Lewis. Just to what you thought overall in, in a short, you know, kind of uh, I guess what do you call it in the states? Uh, a cliff notes, a cliff notes summary. Oh man, that uh, man, what can I, dude? It was too much. It was too much to process to tell you one specific moment. It was too much, but the cliffhanger, it, 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 it was one of those top, uh, man, on, on Saw only, I think it was what, top three, maybe top five episodes that it was, it was freaking crazy, bro. Things that you were not, I mean, there was, there was a lot to make a few episodes out of that episode. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you broke it down, there, there was a lot, there was so much, it was great. Not to get Tom's head too big, but man, Tom, you got down, bro. <laughs> you, yeah, hey, no, it was beautiful, bro. Seriously, it was that that episode had you at the edge. It, it was crazy, bro. It, it you is. know what? Hey, bro, when it's that good, it's so short. It, it, it's fucking. You start watching, and it's like, fuck, it's getting no. Wait, 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 and it's fucking over. And now there was just so much going on, on in that episode. There was just yeah. so much going on. It was great, yeah. man. Hey, the, the Howard that's without that's the spoiler, bro. As Salamanca brothers, were you cheering for the for the end? Were you when your no, when your cousin I mean, walked in? As, as you know, how we're like, get, yeah, go. Show. No, you, you're kind of fat, like being the show. Yeah, but before being working on the show, bro, I think I speak for Danny and I. We're both fans of the show, bro. Big, big so fan, I really, bro. I really, didn't really, I, I mean, I, I didn't really want, and I'm not gonna say who. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want that guy to get popped. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't like him. I felt bad. I felt bad. Yeah, I didn't like the guy, bro. But I was like, holy shit, man. That, bro, I I was not. And the way he did it, bro, I was not expecting that shit, bro. But going back to the salad, if I get in my character, I'm proud of Lalo, man. He did it like a freaking pro, bro. (laughs) I could have not done the better, bro. It was like, boom. (laughs) You you would have used an axe. Yeah. Uh, Of course. Of course. Or a machete. Come on, Tom. Come on, Tom. Axe or machete. How about you, Danny? What what are you thinking, Danny? I would have. No. What's your summary on on the the, uh, mid-season finale? 
Well, he basically summarized it all. There was just so many things going on in that episode that, I mean, it was such a cliffhanger. And the way the way it ended, bro, I'm not, I, I'm not going to lie. I was in shock. I was in shock. And I felt so bad. I was like, oh, my God, did that just fucking happen? I, man, Tom, you're the man, bro. I'm thinking everything <laughs> what happens, bro. Like, I, hey, bro, I'm going to turn Seriously. into like a little fangirl right now, bro. Like, I'm not a fan <laughs> on Tom right now. And I'm going to be like, hey, Tom. Tom, can so you tattoo me right here? What happens right now to like, hey, bro, you know who went to? No, seriously. I'm trying not to give spoilers, bro, but like Lalo, bro, like, you know what I'm saying? And and the other people, the apartment and the whole thing and the talk and Kim and you know what I'm saying? Bro, what the hell is going to happen there? Tom, mm, come on. give us a little bit. Yeah, let's say we cannot talk about any of that. It's no. A, but to be it's, seen, it's a, it's a Gordon Smith written episode directed by Vince Gilligan and it's uh yeah, it's really good. Gordon's coming back uh, on I'm in a couple te- weeks I'm te- too. I'm texting. I'm texting. I'm Tom. What the hell happened, you know, bro? I was thinking the same thing. What's going to be the aftermath? How are they yeah, they're going to no, be able was... to? Yeah, I know. Be able to put that together and how they're going to react it's, after? How they're going to not... you know cover up? You know, without giving anything. Always like this is so much. There was just so much in that episode, man. <laughs> it's hey, Tom, you're a sick puppy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey Tom, the, the, hey bro, just just one last thing, just from my curiosity, bro. Hey, when, when so it was your episode that you wrote, right? And you said that was it your choice to direct that episode, or it was just a lucky draw that you, you got lucky to direct your own episode that you wrote? I didn't know. No, sorry, uh, yeah, the, the the slots are determined at the beginning of the season who writes and directs each episode. So I always knew I was going to co-write episode two, and I was going to write and direct episode seven. But I didn't know what was going to happen to them. I didn't know that was going to all these events were going to come to a head in episode seven. So I got I got lucky as a writer director to have an episode where all this all this shit went. That's freaking cool. You got the good episodes. Uh, you lucky, lucky. So I, well, nice. I'm the first great, to admit it. I'm first to admit it. My, my first Breaking Bad episode. I just happened to be in a slot where a lot of. Episode three hundred seven, another number seven. Oh, that was a lot right. of stuff. No, I was going to say that right now. Seven Wow, that was great, bro. That episode didn't get, get that got nominated for best director. Yes, was that the one? Three hundred seven. Yes, Michelle. The Michelle show got directed. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Three hundred seven, bro. One of the few times the Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad universe gets recognized for directing. For some reason, they don't. Uh, <laughs> I can make a few calls, bro. Please, please. They're usually yeah. a. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Before we jump out to the fan questions, Tom, I know you had a fun yes, one. You were going to ask the brothers about uh, possibly some similarities oh, or something of that nature. Was that correct? Well, I just, you know, we always talk oh, about man. them, what it's like to act. But I want to know, you guys, we all know who the best looking one is. I'm not going to say, we're not going to say who, but we know. But Thank you, Tom. <laughs> you guys, what, how do you consider yourselves the most similar to each other? And what makes you guys the, most, the biggest difference between you? What do you? How would you describe those? Yeah, that's a good one, bro. You know what? Hey, s- seriously, we're a lot this like we're the same, but we're not the same. You know, Danny. I think Danny, in my opinion, I don't know how he feels about. It, I think he's more social than I am, bro. He's more outgoing. Like he goes places, does things, goes me, me, bro. I'm more. If I don't have to go out, I won't, bro. I, I want. I'm a homebody. I like to be home with the family. <laughs> That's me, bro. Danny is more. Okay. I think, in my opinion, he's more social. Now, don't get me. If I go out, I'm I'm, da, 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 I'm with the same in that aspect. And, and then that is different. And in my opinion, mm-hmm. now what we're similar in, I think, is uh, what is it? Maybe that our 
what is it temper temperament or whatever the hell it is or the mm-hmm. the seriousness that thing or when we yeah. work and how we were there was no acting in that i think that's how we act when we don't know people maybe kind of thing like you know yeah, you're kind of serious and we kind of look, look and we're like i yeah. know what he's thinking you know what i'm yeah. thinking is like like what the fuck yeah that, that's similar yeah. but yeah but but then if that did not happen bro i'll be home and i'll probably be you go do whatever i'm gonna be home bro but when we go out together that's mm-hmm. gonna be we're gonna be probably like very cousins <laughs> yeah. hey bro imagine that very serious bro we're gonna be like at the gym serious as fuck excuse my french we're gonna be very serious I looking at people earlier too i think the you most know, surprising thing about being around you guys uh is i love how funny and how silly you guys are it's great it's so much fun to be with you guys i like it's you, like just seeing you at the premiere a couple of months ago whatever it was it was just yeah. you know after not seeing anybody forever with these you know all of us walking around in masks it was it was great fun to see you guys and just be goofy take pictures it's always good to see you brother same with you tom you're 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 all right tom you are all right bro okay hey you scare me a little bit when you talk though because i don't know what's gonna come out of that mouth i'm sorry never tom is an angel mrs your mom (laughs) he's an an angel watching my my wife gave me uh you know my wife gave me one free hall pass and it's with you two guys if i ever cheat on her so it's uh it's it's uh, going to be a three way. Okay. She's okay, okay with. It, just so you know. Oh, oh three way. Oh, okay, hey, bro. I was going to hey, say. I was going to. I was going to give you a, a pick and choose right now, but I take that. It's fine. No, you're both there. It's either all or none. I think. I think. I'll take the fifty percent. It's fine. <laughs> Anyway, we have uh, fan questions. We do. What uh, a good segue that oh, is. Oh, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, we got to be in our best behavior. Tom's mom's watching tonight. We got to be good. Um, <laughs> he has a good, my oh, mom has a good sense of humor. That's good. That's good. Don't we worry need about that. It. We've got a, a whole whack of super my mom, my mom and dad gave me my sense of humor. So That's good. That's good. And and a, and a shout out to your uh, late father as well, too, with uh, that trick that he taught you with the soda can. That was pretty darn cool. Nice to see That's that. That's right. He did show me that. That's it always stuck with me. And for some reason, when I was, this was not even, it was and not that was broken. Real? Yeah. It's a real thing. Yeah. It was when we, we break these episodes, we do, all, we write all the beats out on cars. And that was not something we talked about. And that was something I just added to the script as a, as a fun, you know, little, That's cool, little note. Always thinking that it's a little nod to, you know, something that Chuck did because of Jimmy, his younger brother would probably always shake up his soda cans and, and surprise him. So Chuck always got into the habit of turning, turning the soda cans to, uh, to make it not explode. That's very cool. And, huh. and, it, and it's very That's nice cool. to preserve a nice little piece of the legacy of your father as well, too, is that was very nice. Yeah. Very, very nice. That lives forever. Yeah. We have a million super chat questions coming in. I'm going to jump over to audio questions first. We have three, and then I'm going to go through a whole whack. I'm not even going to ask any of my questions I had tonight because we have a million, um, and uh, the the fans' questions are always better. So here is the first audio question. This is from our co-executive producer, Karina. She always has fantastic questions, and here is her question for most likely the brothers, I believe. Welcome back, Lewis and Danny. This is Karina. First off, I have to say that you all will go down as two of the best villains and badasses in TV history. So it seems like you both have had a little more colorful suits this season. I cannot imagine how much you all must sweat in those scenes out in the desert dressed like that. Do you seriously need to take cold showers or ice baths at the end of those days? Before you answer, before you answer, I know Tom has to take a cold shower after working with you guys. I knew we, don't, we don't take showers, Karina. We don't take showers. <laughs> no, hey, no, hey, for that, that, that's a really good question because hey, this season we, we were in the desert a lot. So 
yes to the shower, yes to the hot thing and the whole enchilada, but the worst thing, the whole, the everything. I, I don't care about this. I can be sweaty like a pig and I don't care. But the boots, they freaking hurt. So after like two hours oh, of wearing those puppies. Two hours, three hours. Bro, you forget about anything. I don't care that it's hot. I don't care that I'm saying my feet hurt. <laughs> so I don't even feel. But then when I get to the, you know, back to the, uh, to base camp, to the trailers, I'm like, man, I'm so sticky right now. But, <laughs> so yeah, that's a mission. But yeah, the boots make me forget. How about yeah. you, Danny? And then you, can't, you can't, t- yeah, you can't, t- uh, another thing is you can't take the boots off on breaks because if you take them off, you cannot put them back on. Your feet will swell and, again, right? And, yes. and they hurt, yes. and they hurt more. It's, it's yes. painful. Oh, I, just I made that on. mistake, bro. Yeah, they Once. are a narrow boot. They're <laughs> yeah, very narrow. They're very narrow. Yeah, yeah they are. They're, here yeah, comes here comes the this, only problem, but yeah, I get I get that. Here comes the second question. This okay. one is from Ragava, um, and I know this is for the brothers as well too. And let's have a look to, or listen to see what Ragava has to say. Hi, Daniel and Lewis. You guys rocked in the first three episodes of the season. One particular wow. moment I loved was your acting when you guys see Lalo's body in the house. There was so much said just through emotions without saying a single line. My question for Lewis. I spotted you in a Key and Peele sketch, and it was so funny. How did that opportunity come about? Will we be able to see you do more comedy too in the future? Question for Daniel. I discovered that you're into video games too. Could you tell us about some of your favorite games and the ones you're looking forward to? So let's jump over to Danny first. We'll talk about video games. We'll come back to you, Lewis. Sound good? Sounds great. Uh, All right. Okay. Uh, thank you for that question, brother. Um, Man, I'm a big uh, fighting kind of gamer guy. I, I like uh, Street Fighter, one of my favorites, and Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat is by far my, my favorite game of all time. Good answer, good answer, good answer. Awesome, and back order, Lewis? Not me. Uh, the Key and Peele, yeah, you know what? Key and Peele, I, I, that was like, well, it's so, been so many years. But it so turns out that Mr. Keegan, he's a big fan of Breaking Bad. And I remember that when I got to the set, I, I wasn't even sure. I never, I, not that I, the show is so funny, but I never watched it before. I didn't even know what it, I knew it was comedy, but I had no idea what I was doing. But then when I did it, man, this guy, that those dudes are so funny. I mean, I am t- those dudes are pros. They're so funny. They're so good, and they're so nice. And yes, I would love to do more comedy. That's one thing I really, really want to do. I love playing the bad guy. Don't get me wrong. I love being bad. The bad guy has the most fun on, we have the most fun on set. We get to do all the crazy stuff that you go do life in prison if we do it out here. I love doing it, but I really want to do comedy just because of, hey, and Tom knows this, you too, uh, and most people that know us probably know this, that we are very, uh, what do you say? We, we, we talk a lot. We like, silly. Uh, we, we talk a lot. When we play on the show on Breaking Bad, we're like, oh, oh, and we don't talk. We're the complete opposite. Once we start talking, if you don't know us and if we don't know you, you might get the Breaking Bad cousins. Trust me, you're gonna get the look, and you're gonna get all the whole enchilada. But th- I'm gonna tell you guys a secret: if you see us somewhere on the street and we look mean as heck, mean motherfucker, all you have to say is hello or wave, and we're gonna go from we're gonna be like this. Hey, how you doing? And then go back. <laughs> but we're going to be like this. But as soon as you say something, we're going to be like, hey, how you doing? How is that? It? My, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah. I was, t- I was telling my better half uh, off the air earlier tonight, I was saying how, the, how nice you guys are in real life. She's watching uh, tonight. And, and, and I'm, I'm, you guys were Thank joking you. with me before and you were saying, hey, Eric, we're trying to hold up our reputation here. We can't be known as these nice guys. You know? Oh crap, I just messed that up. <laughs> our, our, our streaker is going to go down the, the drain, man. I know. I, know. I just Can't messed that up. People yeah, don't talk it. to us when you that's see me. It. Just hey, cross the street when you see me. Because I will t- I'm just playing. I can't do it. <laughs> see, now, on the other hand, Tom, when well, we see Tom on screen here, he seems like this nice guy, but you meet him in real in real life, and he's the bad, he's the mean guy. You know, hey, oh, he's, hey, he works for the cartel. He does. He's real life, bro, he is the cartel. More than he, the, I'm scared of him, bro. I like, I, I just don't, don't, just don't say anything, Tom. <laughs> yeah, but if you Listen. see me on the, if you, on, the, on the street and I'm smiling and you come up and say hello, I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> Okay, on that note, we're going to go All to right. our third and final audio question. This one is uh, from Maggie from uh, Toronto, Toronto area. Here is her question. I believe this is for the brothers. No one's asking Tom anything. Hi, Danny and Lewis. My name is Maggie. You both look so cool yet so fearful. I'm shaking in my boots just talking to you. Is there one badass actress you would love to work with? Cheers. Thank you. Badass actress. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Either one of you can go I first. Or... Actress. I'm trying to think which one will be a cool one because there there is a quite a few. Ray Seahorn doesn't count in this case. I, I was gonna say something to that, but you just freaking read my mind. I know, but I'm thinking it, it just it just depends on a lot of things because we never work with Ray. We never work with her on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. But since you, she doesn't count. Uh, <laughs> man, that's a good one, bro. There are so many Man. people out there. Um, what's the lady? I can't that plays, think. Uh, I can't think of anything right now. No, no. I, I have a. I have like two or three. Working on a show would be kind of cool with it, especially playing like a psychic. You know who plays a great psychic? The lady that uh, what's um, the the Queen of the South lady? Yes, I forget her name. Yes. Oh my gosh! Uh, oh my god! I work with her on for a couple of episodes of this show. But to do something related to cartel, her now. If I'm gonna be a good guy. I would take that. What's a girl from the um, the Avengers, bro? I forget the name. Bro. I'm so bad with names. Black Widow. Yeah, Black yeah, Widow. Yeah. Black Scarlett Widow. Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, she bad. She looks like she can kick ass. I'm like, I'll tell you, she can be my bodyguard or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Queen of the South came to my 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 uh, thoughts as well too. You talk about Teresa, uh, Teresa, right? Yes, Teresa. Yes, yeah, and she's super Teresa. cool. But hey, that's another one, bro. That you meet her in person, and she's so cool. And then when you see her working, bro, and even on Sebra, when I see her getting to her character, bro, I was like, holy crap, I don't want to mess with her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was not being cartel. I was cartel, but I thought, like, no, she'll mess me up, bro. Well, it's a good, <laughs> it's a good question because we thought, I, I listened to this question off the air when I was producing them for the show tonight, and I was like, I, you know, Charlize Theron. Um, oh, yes. Right? Yes. Um, Tom, that's kind of what I was going for too. Yeah, yeah. Tom, you've had the pleasure yeah. of directing people and writing no. writing uh, female leads and and, and actresses. Uh, I, your, I just yeah. Well, who would you say, Tom? A couple badass female actors. Could you give any examples that I've worked with? No, or maybe that um, you'd love to, maybe even. Oh yeah, I mean definitely Shirley Theron. Mm-hmm. I've uh, yeah. never had the pleasure of meeting her. I saw her from a distance at a charity poker tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, Yes, Gojo is 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 good. All all good answers. Yeah, I I knew that was going to be very thought provoking for sure, and we're all stumped, and that's yeah. a good thing because there's some great talent. There's some serious talent, yeah, and of course, we you know we we took we took we kind of cherry picked and we took Ray Seahorn off the table because yeah, I, I, I feel very lucky. Bad, to, 
I feel very lucky to to have worked so often with with Ray. She is absolutely the best. She's so smart about what she does and the way she breaks down a scene. And she has very very smart questions that she asks about every scene and every line. And just makes sure everything flows one into the other, and there's a reason for everything. And she finds it if, it, if it's if she can't find it, she'll ask a question. And you know, it's it's just. What a, what a great team of actors I've, I've gotten to work with on this show. So. What was it like getting to see her direct this year? Ooh. I didn't get to see her on set. I, I wasn't there, but, uh, I mean, she did a fantastic job. I mean, I loved her episode. And it's always, it's always that thing when you, you have a director for the first time, no matter who it is, and you're seeing their first episode, you're like, yeah, is this, is this, uh, I hope it's going to be okay. And then, <laughs> man, I mean, she, she, knocked, she did not only good, I mean, she, she really was very inventive. It was, it was, yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah. Pleasure to look to watch. Jean Carlo as well too, you know, fantastic. Him, yeah. Like, wow. Good, good for you Same guys. This him. is fantastic. Well, we're going to jump over now to some of the questions that are coming through the chat and man, oh man, I don't even know if I'm going to keep up with all these. Um, but we had a little bit of a discussion. I won't go too much into it off the air because I'm not sure how much we can say, but this is a question about something we talked about off the air. This is from uncle Davey asking, can you tell us the origin of the boots and skulls who would like to take that one? The origin on the, of the boots I can and tell you how they were made. Uh, there were uh, what was the the first lady on Breaking Bad? The, the thing is that the the boots are they don't come made. Oh, they had they to custom made the boots. They were like Danny said. They were white. They painted right. into the color that the, the final color on Breaking Bad and the the skulls. And the skulls they were made, I believe, by a jeweler, and then they put yeah. them together. They put them together. Wardrobe touched them up a bunch of times, and so that's how the boots came back. Yeah, yeah they were they were in the very first. They were scripted. They were in, in the script and had to be made off of what uh, oh, I think okay. it was a Vince Gilligan written episode of the first episode of season three. Yeah, okay. three hundred one. No matter one. Yeah. Well, that's that's good to know yeah. that for sure. And they are um. Ominous is what I'm looking for. They are for sure. You see those boots before sometimes you even see your faces. A lot of times you see the feet walking mm, absolutely. first. Absolutely. And then it's it just so many times. Yeah. Yeah. Like look at look at the yeah. in the trailer for season six even, right? Walking oh, with all the was, evidence. Bro, that was ooh. that was so cool. And didn't one of you I was it Danny? Was, wasn't one of you that actually kind of just partially kicked one of the little evidence marketers markers i think just, lewis yeah okay yeah, just a little I, bit. I kicked it i wasn't it was an accident bro i didn't even know i was i mean not, no i gotta take the credit no i did that on purpose bro, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah sure sure that's, Happy that's how i roll bro oh of course yeah it was planned for months uh speaking of planning here's a question from stanislav if i'm saying it correctly uh stanislav's asking have you been re uh for both of you um, have you been rewatching Breaking Bad and prep for Better Call Saul, or can you just pull that strong, silent, frightening behavior right off the bat? Oh, right off the bat, they're, they're just like, look at trust us. me, straight up. As soon as they say hey, we're talking <laughs> right now like this, and Tom could say action, and we're like, and you got it like that. You can we can we can be cracking jokes right now, right <laughs> now, whatever you want, and trust me, we'll go and in less than a second, we'll go boom, dead. Yeah. And you know what the cool thing? I, oh man, this 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 should turn into a thing. We will never break character, ever, never, not once. If the camera is rolling, you will never make us break character. <laughs> oh. Never take that. Oh, There's a really challenge that. for you, Tom. That sounds oh, like a challenge. I wish we knew that ahead of time. This that would have been a great challenge. Dog. 
this dude would have he would have he would have been in New Mexico already. Every episode that we worked, I would have been Tom trying to fucking break. I mean, let's make a bit, Tom. <laughs> try to he'll try to move us. He'll try to do whatever he took. Mm-hmm. Whatever he took. I, I don't know if I'd be. Uh, I wish oh, I knew. Oh well, I'd love to accept Tom the challenge. Mood me. I'll just fall in love, Tom. <laughs> not just play, not just play, Tommy. There's a lot there to fall in love with. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, we know, we know. Oh. I'm just positioning Tom's camera a little bit here. Tom, you got to sit All still. Right. I'm sorry, I got the sun. I'm going to close the curtain. Over no problem, no problem. And I'm going to tease me as well too. You're all good. You're all good. Um, this is what's challenging when we got four people on the screen. We have a little bit more work to do. I'm actually earning my keep tonight. Uh, here's a question from Matt. Okay? Yeah. Am I okay? They were good. We're good. Yeah, you're good, Dan. You're good, Danny. You look great. All right. And Tom, we got you locked in dead center. We're looking good. Handsome as ever. Um, it's Nat Romero is asking, was the 607 makeout scene meant to compensate for the missing dentist chair love scene? Mm, <laughs> that's a good one for Tom. Tom, we'll take that one. Yeah, no, no. This, the scene would have been in 607 whether we had done the uh the makeout scene in, in 208 yeah there was a there was a scene in in season two where uh they're touring offices and they're they're in a dentist office which is the one that actually becomes uh wexler mcgill and uh it went on to them getting getting sexy with each other in a dentist chair and it just for whatever reason just didn't feel quite right so we cut it from the episode Okay. Well, with that being said, with that scene now, without for those that haven't seen what happened in the mid-season finale, that scene where they're making out now with with something going on in the telephone on the intercom, does that make that even more dark now? Does it like if we look back at that scene, is that even more sinister? Do you think, Tom? Like, I mean, I know you, I I know you wrote the episode, but as a fan looking in, does that is it darker now that when we saw what happened and um, when they're making out to what would eventually be something pretty tragic? Uh, I mean, I don't know if you if you see what happens at the end and, and look back on that scene any differently. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just they're having fun and celebrating, not aware of what consequences are coming. So I think it doesn't really change it for me. I, I think if you, if you watch the episode again, it's just two people celebrating their victory and the, you know two people who love each other. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, having having a great time. And this is, I mean, Hamlin is uh, absolutely right when he's saying that these. These guys get off on this. They they get off on the scam and the you know the victory. It's their it's their aphrodisiac. It's uh, you know we always <laughs> talk about days of wine and roses. It's the theme. You know it's the music we use at the beginning of the season. And mm-hmm. days of wine and roses about two people addicted to alcohol. And and we we always looked at Jimmy and Kim the same way, except of, instead of alcohol, they're addicted to the scam. Yeah, they love they love pulling these pranks and doing these things and this very elaborate scam that they think they're doing for a very good reason, which is to fund legal cases to help underprivileged people who need help. This is Kim's thing. They're going to take this money. And it's uh, it's what I call her Robin Hood syndrome. She's taking from the rich and giving it to the poor, uh, which justifies everything that they do for her. So, uh, you know, but, but Jimmy should know much better because of what happened to, what happened to his brother Chuck his brother Chuck dies because he pulls this horrible scam back in episode 307 mm-hmm. uh, where he screws up Chuck's insurance which sets the dominoes falling of Chuck tipping over that lantern in his house and Jimmy should know better than to keep doing these scams because you don't know what the unintended consequences are and uh, but he he's too in love he can't once Kim 
says she wants to do the scam instead of taking the right road he takes a bad choice road and another bad choice yeah exactly another and bad choice road he does it for love and yeah and, uh, and that was your triple seven yeah i just caught triple that seven, too. yeah oh boy yeah. oh boy <laughs> we're gonna go over to a question from uh, a good answer to thank you for sharing tom uh, a guy incognito says for lewis do you get paid more for episodes where you get to say a word or two and for danny uh, we are going to are, are are we going to see any multi-page monologues from Lionel before the end? So well, let's start with Lewis first. Uh, no, we get paid the same. I wish. I mean, with all the dialogue I have, I wish I got paid more for all the you know studying I have to do. <laughs> I mean, you guys, you guys seen my monologues? I do. Right? I mean, sheesh. You know that one uh, that one line I had the people the alive when I say alive. No, oh, I wrote that. Took me, Tom. How did, how did you come up with that. that, bro? Dude, that I was like, it took me a That's minute. That's my scene. I wrote that. I got to write the action. I trying to learn that thing, bro. <laughs> I got to write the action scene where you guys are gunning after Nacho. Oh, <laughs> that hey, that that was cool. That was freaking awesome. I love it. That bro. was that, that was that was. No, we get paid the same. Man. I get paid the same. I get paid the same for nothing or nothing. So I was like, they make it easy for me on this show. I don't have to say much. All I have to do is show the ugly mug. Make some uh, uh, and kill some people, and we're good. <laughs> well, I think I, I think That's I know great. the reason why you guys aren't paid by the words because you guys talk. When in the real world, you talk, and so if you're paid uh, by the word, um, I don't think they could afford you. I mean, Bob, o- you'd be be past Bob we'll, Odenkirk. You'd be past everybody <laughs> for sure. We talk too much. How about you, Danny? So, How about you about the uh, the multi page well, monologues? The multi page man, I don't even know how to be able to memorize that man. It's like a Bible. How do I do it? <laughs> it's impressive how, yeah, it's, uh, you know. Uh, Thomas, how do I do it, Thomas? Tell a trick, us, well, a trick I've it? seen, I, I saw Aaron Paul do, was that he'd have a tape recorder and um, have the other dialogue that he's speaking to, record, you know, playing, and he'd, he'd talk, basically talk, he'd rehearse with himself on this recorder, and he'd just listen to it over and over again. And it's a, it's a great Man. method of... Of, I do the I, same. I do the same when it's a lot of stuff. The longest. Yeah, I do let me ask you, a lot of stuff. Yeah. Let me ask you guys, because uh, I wasn't there for the shooting because of COVID reasons. Just wanted to keep the set as minimal. So I didn't get to be on set during the shooting of 602, which was an episode that Ariel Levine and I wrote, Vince directed. Um, the shot where the truck comes gunning at you guys, yes. it looks like it doesn't miss you by very much. And that looks like it's, it's actually not. you. So what is going on there with the stunt work and, and Al Goto? Is he freaking out that you guys that you guys are are so close? Yes. To he was. Heard, you heard? No, I didn't no, hear. He I don't was, know what. Bro. So he was. He, I mean, Al. He's first met that dude is awesome, bro. He's the best star coordinator. He's safety ever, first. Bro. He's a safety he first is, guy. He is he wants all about everybody to be he to walk away from a stunt with no, no scratches. Absolutely. He, he did yeah. tell us many times when we started doing the stunt, we started rehearsing it, the truck coming. And so your question was uh, the stunt thing. We did those. That was us. Every single time we did 100%. every time. Yeah, because I saw all the dailies. It. I was like, that's the, that's yes. Wow. Well, we used to yeah, daily, we did that. And, <laughs> and it started, Tom, like it started first, like the first time we did it, the first rehearsal we did was like, uh, I want to say like five feet away before we moved. And then as we got closer, the next rehearsal was four feet away three feet away by the time we were shooting it was like a it was like that much before we Very moved small. but at this time trust me Tom, uh what's his name that uh freaking al can't man 
he kept coming to us and guys um he he knows he, we, we, we've done stunts with al before on other shows yeah. and other stuff with that yeah. so he knows but he was very he was like guys you know it looks cool this but but we don't need it, you know, because it, it looks good. If you guys can get out of the way, I, I can tell he was nervous, bro. But it, but yeah. then I kind of pulled him aside because, hey, he, he's the boss. And I know what he says we'll do. And if he wants me to do it, we'll respect that. But I told him this. And he and then he trusted us after we talked. We talked and I told him, Al, I promise you, we see it. It, it is very yeah. easy to get out. It, it's yeah. it, if it gets once it gets like this, it, all you have to do. Once you get the we timing, talked about it. Yeah, we, we got and it. He yeah. was all gravy for it after that, but he did say, "Hey, you know, maybe a little extra, couple of inches, you know, to a be little, a little we before got it. we got it, and we did <laughs> it. We, we, hey, we follow, we compromise. <laughs> we wanted to get closer. He didn't want us to. We wanted to kind of die. Nah. No, but hey, yeah, it was us. We did it, hey, bro, and it was this close. And I have a couple yeah. of shots like. Uh, behind the camera scenes, bro. That um, oh yeah, our a friend recorded for us, bro. That I can hear him recording on the screen. I remember the and, and when we shot it, bro. The people after they see it, bro. I can hear the the uh, video oh, village. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> it's freaking awesome, bro. I want to post that one day, bro. When they see the the, the freaking <laughs> yeah. the, the recording at the actual pivot of the foot, and they're like. Look at the bottom. Oh my god! 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 And and there was and there was a camera on, on the side that Lewis was, and there was a camera sticking out too. Yeah. So he had to like get out so the yeah. camera wouldn't hit him. So oh, it yeah, was, that it too. Was, yeah, yeah. They, was, they had a camera sticking out to capture the side because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. there was a wheel that was gonna explode Ooh. that was gonna go off. So that the wheel went off. So as soon as the wheel explodes, the the car shifted a little bit to his side. So it was, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Was, hey, was, so hey, I thought what he said, props to the stunt guy that was driving. I, I, I'm sorry that I forget his name, but the dude that was yeah. driving the truck for that stunt, bro, that dude, that, that dude is a freaking pro because he oh, kept yeah. that truck straight. After yeah. the, the wheel gets popped, bro, he managed to keep that thing freaking going. Mm-hmm. That, hey, if he messed up and lost a little bit of control, Tom, yeah, we wouldn't be talking right now, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't even. Hey, I have faith in that dude because I saw him yeah. do it the first time, bro. And I was like, man, this dude is a freaking pro. Yeah. Hey, but I was ready. He, we were asked that's why we were ready, you know, to kind of jump out of the way if we had to, you know. And it was all yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, he even, even told legs. us like, as soon as the wheel goes off, he said the car is gonna shift a little bit to you. To you, he told yeah. Lewis. So be yeah, careful. Yeah. Don't get you no know, jump a little sooner. <laughs> but he he knew exactly yeah. what was gonna happen, and you know, Al yeah, told great. us too and everything. But he was that guy was a ninja, man. That guy very he's very impressive. Talent, talent in every single department. Uh, here's a question from Eamon, one of our moderators. <laughs> Eamon's asking, and this is a question we can direct to Tom, who made the uh, the Sorry Patrick phone call? <laughs> uh, that was Vince Peter and Melissa Bernstein. Together on, on uh, a conference? Oh, they're, they're, the, uh, they're the, uh, the, the call of death. Okay, okay. <laughs> that's, the, that's, the, that's the actor started calling it the McKeon call because he got the call season three where he was driving and he said to them he got a call from melissa peter and and uh, vince and he's like do i need to pull over (laughs) if this is a death this is a death call i'm pulling over they're like yeah you you gotta pull over (laughs) 
That's that's hilarious. That's hilarious. We've got a a few super chats coming in too, and I haven't recognized those, and I apologize. I'm going to go backwards a little bit. Super chat from Saber Unchained. Who would win in a hypothetical battle between Mike versus the Salamanca twins? Oh, I love, (laughs) I love that. I love that. Before before we give the biased answer, no, 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 no. We're going to ask Tom first because we know what you guys think. Tom, Tom, who do you think? Uh, I got I got to give it to Mike. You know he's he's uh, he's a clever clever old bastard. I, I I hate to lose my friendship with you guys, but I, I my vote's going That's on Ermintrout too. I'm sorry. I, I'm I know. Hey, in the now, I'm gonna get out of my character, right? Because I'm 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 going Salamanca on you guys right now. I'm fucking <laughs> kill Mike, right? God damn it! But as a fan watching this show. He would kick her ass. He, Mike, I think, yeah. would kick everybody's ass. Yeah, he really would. He's, he's. I think he's the most badass guy on the show. I think. I mean, yeah. God, man, Gus is Mike a scary could take guy. The whole army. Yeah, that guy could take Gus the whole, a whole army. He does things, and everybody's scary, and everybody was scary on those shows. But not nobody has been as bad as as Mike. Not even Lalo. <laughs> Mike, Mike, Mike is calculated man. that. I mean, and honestly, Mike is. Mike is the one who called, killed Danny's character. You know, he, I know. he came in. The, I remember. We saw him dropping syringe. the syringe in the, uh, in the mm-hmm. disposal, mm-hmm. the medical disposal. Hey, Tom. Tom, can I, can I have a, one quick one for Tom because everybody keeps asking this. To, and I, I, I've heard different, and I'm not really sure. Hey, man, who made that call on episode on Breaking Bad at the, on the shootout? Who gave Hank the warning? Who, who is supposedly on the show call Hank to give him the warning that we were coming yeah. on 307. It I'm could sorry be, if I'm off topic. No, no, it could be Mike. It's either Mike or Tyrus. It was somebody on behalf of Gus. Okay. At the time we did the episode, we just did a voice scrambler, and we, did, we didn't use one of our known actors because we didn't know mm. who. But now, looking back on it, we know it was either Mike or, or Tyrus with a voice scrambler so that Hank wouldn't Okay, cool. Us. Cool. So since, since we just spoke how badass Mike is, We'll keep it as Mike. There you yeah. go. There you go. Yeah, the original, <laughs> the original ending of that episode. If you see, if you look at the board, I think I posted it online somewhere. The final cards are Danny with his crushed legs crawling away from the scene, and Mike comes up behind him and puts his head into a puddle, just like Tio does at the beginning teaser when he dumps wow. his head under the the, the kid yeah. under the ice, young young Danny under the ice. Well, Mike comes and does the same thing, holds him down until he dies. And walks away. When we started breaking the next episode, we realized wouldn't it be more interesting if your character survived, Danny? And so that's why we cut the ending that we was originally broken. So I always liked the that's bookend cool. of the the teaser with the kid getting his head dunked in the the, the beer ice bucket, and then uh, Danny dying the same way. Mm, wow. But it didn't wow. didn't come to be. Yeah. So somewhere, yeah. if you look, if you look at the uh, the index cards, uh, I believe there's a posting of it somewhere with the original ending. The final card says that very thing. Oh, good. Man, what a such cool. a great ending! Cool. Though. The way it started by the kid getting it was Lewis uh, Marco getting submerged into the water. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry because Marco. Yeah. No, 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 Marco. He says, "Marco, come, come save your brother." Marco's the one who beats on his uncle, mm-hmm. right? So Danny, it is no, a character. Yeah. Hmm. We gotta yeah. go back. We gotta go back and watch now. 
We gotta go back to one. Yeah, that's right. Hey, I still try to shove Danny's head in the bucket of water. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. We got a, another super chat coming in. This is from Saul Let's Goodman. This is from Saul Goodman uh, on Twitter. Chris, a super chat. Oh, he nice. says, um, and and we talked about the spin the can, uh, not spin the bottle, but spin the can. And uh, with a great nod to Tom's uh, father, uh, but he's asking, did the spin of the can really set up the silencer scene? You know, okay, we see Lalo, right? Um, good question. I saw somebody post that on Twitter, and I, it was never a connection in my head that I made. Okay, okay. So it's interesting that somebody saw that, and then, but it was never something that I visually understood at the time I was shooting it. It was okay. not meant to be a connection, but it's cool and it's there. Yeah, it's neat, right? Sometimes you think they, they're they're meant to be, but they fit. So one of those happy accidents that that happen and come up. So it's great. We have a close up of the can spinning, and we have a close up of the silencer going on. Yeah, so just uh, like Lewis I, supposedly. I, I should just be smart and say yes. I totally yeah. meant to do that. But like Lewis, that was all awesome. evidence. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> take take, take credit for that, Tom. Take credit for it. Just Here, say, yeah, that was all here's a good question from Courtney. She says, this is for Tom as well, too. Good. Keep the, keep the questions coming. Uh, and actually, we're actually running sort of short on time, actually. But uh, for Tom, Howard touching Miss Landry's cup and wheelchair uh, had me panicking. Intentional red herring. Oh, because of uh, he touched the, the drugs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, I think once you, once you have the drugs on your skin, it's, it seeks, sinks into your skin and absorbs. So you're not – everything you touch is not suddenly becoming – Contaminated. Yeah, contaminated. So the drug that he touched on the photographs is not suddenly, it's not spread so easily. I think once he touches it and it sinks into your skin, uh, absorbs, and it's, so Mrs. Landry was never in any danger. Okay, that's good. And what a sweet lady, too. Eh? Like everyone's grandma. Oh, yeah, so such a good cast. I mean, I, we did the, uh, you know, Chris McCaleb and Kelly Dixon, has they have their podcast, the mm-hmm. Red Insider podcast. And there's so many actors we didn't get to talk about which, you know, Gene Efron, who played Irene Landry, and Ed Bailey Jr. and Dennis Pizzacaris, and uh, Jesse Ennis and John Ennis, father and daughter, get to be in an episode together. Uh, John Ennis, John Ennis played Lenny, and and we know Jesse Ennis plays Aaron Brill. So, just wanted to shout out to such a good cast, and and also someone I didn't get to talk about on that other pack podcast was Lenny Lofton, who played Judge Casimiro. So good, he was so good in that scene where. Howard is accusing him of something. He has no idea what he's talking about. It was it was such a good addition to the cast. Yeah, it, it was totally believable. Like, I'm sorry, like- I I I messed. Up. It was John Posey. John Posey was the actor. Lenny Lofton played uh, Janidowski. I mixed up my my actors, so I apologize. So John Posey was the great actor who played uh, Judge uh, Casimiro. It's fantastic. He did act very surprised, almost like he didn't even hear the script. It was like a real surprise. Uh, This is a question from our moderator and friend, Jen Stevens. And Jen got the attention of Vince Gilligan when Vince was on a while back. She made a really, really cool Davis and Maine water bottle. Tom, I'm not even sure if you saw it. I'll send you a picture of it after. Tom, or uh, Vince actually thought it came from the the prop department. I was actually drinking apple juice out of it on one episode, and it was pretty cool. It looked like uh, the, uh, you know, what would it it look like? Uh, But anyway, she says uh, to Lewis... And this is good because this was a question we were going to bring up tonight. How much fun did you have training Bob and Patrick for their boxing scene? Oh, I just did. Hey, man, that, do you, aside from the work, working on the show as the cousins or the hitmen, whatever you want, that's the most fun I've ever had, man. Like, it, it was just awesome. I, you know what? And I never really worked with Bob. And for that matter, Patrick, actually, before, not even on Breaking Bad, I never worked with them. 
So it was really, really, really cool to work with both of them. And I have to say, Bob is a true, Patrick is a trooper too, but Bob has the, the it factor. You know, Bob in his past life, if he, life, if he, if he did not want to be a, if he was not a comedian and if he started training sooner, that dude could have been a fighter. I'm saying, hey, bro, that dude has it. He pushes in a way that you're like, man, you, you love to coach someone like that because he wants to do that little extra round, a, a little extra workout, a little extra, you know what I'm saying? It, 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 it's freaking awesome, man. It yeah, was a freaking it was, honor. If it was Bob or who posted, somebody posted Bob's workout videos training for nobody, and they're crazy. Yeah. Insane. Yeah, and, and, I is, about it. and yeah. I'm telling you, that dude is hey, a very, dude, very determined person. He is, and he's, hey, he's, he, that dude is in shape. When he came in, I thought, hey, uh, the first time we rehearsed the scene, or we were breaking down the scene with Al and actually with Danny, uh, we were in the, in, in the studio and we were rehearsing that scene, bro. And, bro, we were sweating like pigs. We rehearsed for like three, four, whatever the hell, three, four hours. And we were, we were tired, bro, because we were going at it. And we got it down. So I was a little bit, I was like, man, I hope the guys are able to do this. I mean, we're going to make it shorter because we were actually practicing other stuff that was going to look, you know, the way we wanted it to look. And so when they did it, yeah, I, I was surprised, man. I, I'm thinking, okay, well, we got it. And then, you know, who goes and says, uh, no, nah, let's do it a couple more times, guys. Freaking Bob. <laughs> Bro, I'm, hey, I'm sure. And I, hey, hey, Patrick, I know, remember, Patrick was like, you know, he gave us that look. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Patrick is a trooper too. He was like, he didn't say no, but I know he was like, man, I'm freaking tired, bro. And Bob was yeah. just like, let's go do it, man. Like, like a true. He was that dude is he's awesome, bro. He he was great, great to work with. It, it was few just scenes, awesome. The few scenes I've had where uh, Jimmy McGill is doing something physical, like running, and six or seven, he runs with the photographs. I have to tell him to run like. Jimmy would and not like Bob because Bob's in shape and Jimmy has to look like he's struggling. So it's just a reminder to, uh, to look like you're putting some, you know, it's like you say, Oh God, are you like, that's to make it look hard where it was very, he did it a couple of times in a row and no, yeah. no problem. Nah, man, he was great. He made me really feel, it, it was just cool, man. You know what? I have to say it. It sounds weird and cheesy, but this is a, I had a really cool connection with Bob when we did that thing. It, it was, it made me feel really, really good because he was, Aside from, he was just listening so well. He was so professional when it came to doing the thing. It was awesome. And the last one, a shout out to uh, Al Goro because Al, he's the stunt, he's the stunt coordinator for the show. He's been a stunt coordinator for uh, for Breaking Bad for all these freaking shows. So it was my first time choreographing a scene on TV like that. And, and man, it was beautiful. I felt beautiful. I was at home, but he gave me encouragement. He gave me freedom to do whatever I wanted. And he gave me tips. I mean, he was just, man, he took me under the wing. You understand? So, I, hey, a shout out and a big thank you to Al Goto, man. He is a freaking awesome man. He's Al, is, Al is the best. I'm just so lucky yeah. to have been able to work with him yeah. since I joined Breaking Bad back in season three. Uh, he's always been the guy and just, just to, you know, just feel safe yeah. on set with, with someone like him around. Absolutely. Wow. 
I'm going to try to sneak in a couple last couple questions here. And since how we're kind of on the uh, section of nobody with um, with uh, Bob's movie, this is from SK Duncan on Twitter, and she says, "Hi Tom, in series uh, six, episode seven, how are, and this is one of those things too where it could just be coincidental, of course. And we're seeing nice lots of nice coincidences. But Howard asked Lalo, uh, "Who are you?" And Lalo answers, "Me, nobody." Uh, I wonder if this was a reference to Bob's <laughs> film, Nobody, and the two lines are identical. I loved it, and to the cousins. Um, after Tom answers, "I love you both." Did you get to? Oh, did you get to keep anything from the show? I'm hoping you got at least to keep your iconic boots. So let's start with Tom first. Let's start with Tom. Right. <laughs> no, it was not a, not the word. The line nobody was not intended to. In fact, I think I wrote this script before the film came out. Oh, good. Okay. I have the I have the script right here. First draft six eleven twenty one. When did when did the film come out? That I don't I know. know. Our fans will know. Are you able I, to show that I on screen like, at all? Yeah. Fantastic. There we go. Look at that. Over right here. Fantastic. Oh, Tom, you, Tom, you know my mailing address, right, that. Tom? You got my postal address. <laughs> He's supposed yeah. to take the credit for that, Tom. It was all you knew. It was it was all you. Yeah, I feel so, like we, uh, you know, I, I think it was released before Before we, sh- I, I, it was not released before it was written, but it was released before we started shooting. Okay, there you go. So, uh, this first official production draft came out on June 11th, 2021, but the first draft was written long before that, uh, probably back in, in February, <laughs> February, March of that Damn. year. And how about how about some takeaways? I know every guest we've had in the show, like with Skinny Pete, wanted the uh, the beanie. I know I'm sure Michael Mando would love the car. Uh, you know, uh, Brian Cranston. I think Brian <laughs> Cranston. Is, just a car? Yeah, Brian. No, he doesn't. So have now, it. no. Hey, so finally, that's a, that after so many years and so many years. Did you guys keep the boots? 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 Did you guys? Boom! Look at that. Can you guys see? Yes, with this time we actually did. They were so nice and so kind to us. But, hey, we were a little pushy. When, when, once Danny and I got the call for Better Call Saul, we, Danny and I, we already talked about this. We're going to yeah. ask. We're, we're, we'll you ask. know, we always ask. We don't want to take shit. We want to ask. So we asked first Jennifer uh, because we always want to give heads up to Jennifer because we're going to basically talk to her boss, which was going to be our, the person that we always feel comfortable talking to. She's been freaking amazing to us. And the show is Melissa. I mean, this is, I don't know, man. She's just freaking sweet and awesome and she just everything and Trina. But so we had to ask first Jennifer to talk to Melissa, to talk to Trina and see Trina. who else. And when they said it was okay to keep the boots, um, freaking Vince, they talked to Vince and we got to talk to Vince too. But then they came back and said, and we'll give you a couple of suits, a few, two or three suits, whatever it is. Oh, we were like, I was about to start hugging everybody when they said that because I really wanted, I, I, I was, we were not trying to be greedy. <laughs> well, we were, but we didn't want to push our luck. As long as we got the boots, we would have been happy, but they were so kind to give us uh, some of the suits that we yeah, they gave us love for sure. Stuff. So, hey, man, it was, man, it's amazing, man. They, 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 yeah. I mean, look at that thing. Huh? Nice. Yeah. Uh, they, oh. they, they even told us that we deserve them. Like, like nobody deserves yeah, the boots cool, and, and the suits more than you guys. Oh, that's yeah, good. Was, I asked for Jimmy's. Awesome. I asked for Jimmy's guitar. I offered. I offered to buy Jimmy's guitar. Oh, from, from Wait, production, what? and they didn't give it to me. Those efforts. So you stole it? Hey, hey. No, I don't know where it is. It's somewhere. <laughs> hey, bro. It's because you don't know. We know the guy who knows the guy who knows the yeah. other guy who can get nope. things done, bro. No love for me. 
I know that's a fact. I know that for a fact. Tom doesn't get a lot of stuff from the show. We've we've talked about it before. It's not too much. I think he might have maybe stole a pillow one time. Maybe. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, I stole it. We, I Danny was there. Was, we all stole. I played you know, with him. I was in the company. Dude, I mean, did I say that out loud? No, Tom. He helped Tom me. Actually, we all hey. stole. We took pillows from the after party. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, the reason why I got a pillow because of uh, Danny and Tom. He's yeah, that's it. how I got a pillow. Hey, yeah, I, I like that I one back there. I, I like that one right there. There we go. Inside the Gillivers, I like that one. But this one's this one's got more mojo. Let's have a look on the big screen here. Let's go to Tom's screen. Show it again, Tom. Can you show us that one? Yeah, pop that one up again if you can. Show us that Sorry, one again. Wait. That's okay. Show us again if you can. Okay. <laughs> I love it. It's from the San Diego, the San Diego after party. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, hey, guys, I told you, hey, the only reason I got it is because of J- D- Danny and Tom. I-, I was, I was, I was, I don't even know what the hell I was doing, but I had a pillow and I think I had a blanket or something. I had some, and, and I don't know what happened. Somebody, hey, somebody stole it from me. Somebody oh, stole no. the thing, man. Yeah. yeah. Do they not know who I am that I can kill them like this? That's like, you know what it's like? It's like stealing a pickup, stealing a pickup truck, and then someone steals your pickup truck, and you call the cops and say, someone stole my truck. Oh, can I see your identification, sir? Well, I stole it, too. You know? But, <laughs> but anyways. Oh, that was a good thing. Yeah. I think these two guys stole oh, it from somebody else, and I got a pillow, but I don't, I'm not going to say nothing. I'm, I'm like, the Thank apron. You, Thank you, Danny. Thank you, Danny. <laughs> there you go. They, yeah, the apron. Uh, the guy that runs the It's So Good Man uh, Chris. Twitter, he, he sent one to me and one to Lewis. Nice. Yeah, that was really cool. Thank you. That Chris is really great. Cool. Chris is Thank great. You. That was cool. <laughs> he he made a comment just a minute ago too when Tom was showing his script because I think Chris won an auction, one of Tom's auctions for the school or whatever, and that might possibly is that might be his script. Is that his? Uh, no, he has a, he has this coming. It should oh. be. Uh, I promised him a six oh seven script. Nice. Uh, that we'd mail it mail it after it aired, so it should be uh, on the way, signed. Oh, cool. Uh, by me, I actually sent him two versions. I sent. The original has TBD. Okay. Uh, because we we title the episodes later, so I sent him the original TBD, and then I put one with uh, plan and execution. So he has two signed scripts. Oh wow! Up. Congratulations! Really he made a very cool. he made a That's very awesome. generous bid that we had an auction for my my kid's school. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, and we tried, we awesome. shared that a couple That's times. Cool. Uh, our moderator shared that mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago too, before the auction ended. So that was good. It was a very good cause. Our last question of the evening, I guess, will be here, and this is from a YouTuber I love. I love what he does. A lot of um, uh, better call Saul theories, and and a lot of them pan out. They're really, really good. From Vivid Kiwi, and this is for Tom. Um, it said, "Did you intend? Probably again, a happy accident, but will it, maybe not. Did you intend on Howard's head hitting the coffee table to be a reference to Chuck hitting his head in the photocopy store in season two, or is it just Ooh. added for shock value?" Wow. I didn't think of wow. uh, Chuck, uh, although we used the same rig, so I knew going into it that the same method of making Howard's head hit the table was the same rig that Michael McKeon wore to stop his his body short from actually hitting the table. So. I knew we were using the same method. Why I, I stood there in that space, it was not in the script that after he gets shot that he hits his head on the table. It was not scripted that way. But when I went on the set and I stood there thinking about this moment, there was the coffee table there. For some reason, I, I felt like I had to have this sickening. Not only does he get shot in the head, as it happens like that, and it's just a, a, it's just a silent, it's a silencer, but his, I want it. Him, his body to fall and his head to hit and roll just to make it 
even more horrifying. It's not bad enough that he gets shot in the head that he has to collapse and thump off this table and roll off. So I just, something in me wanted, and maybe it was an unconscious connection to, to Chuck as well uh, when, he, when he passed out uh, from the electricity or when I- he was freaking out. I think that's a good ad, Tom. I think it was a really good ad because I mean, was as much as we like or dislike Howard, um, he is a kind of an innocent (laughs) guy, and he didn't necessarily deserve what he got. And that was a question I was going to ask you guys, but we'll leave it off the table for today. He didn't deserve what he got, and to see that extra, you know, shitstorm, you know, it was good. That was really good what you did. You know, it it was really that again was all again Al Goto all supervised the whole thing and the rig that lowers the body. And then we had our, our prop department, our construction guys make a fake table that looks exactly like the table that's in there, but made out of padding so that his head could actually hit the table. And then the VFX people later froze. So you don't see the indentation of where he hits. It's just a lot of, a lot of behind the scenes magic going into making something that, that is only on screen for like a sixth of a second. Oh, wow. And absolutely insane. It was, it was great. I know we all loved it and it's so cool to see. I know the fans watching this show, um, our, our stream tonight, they get to see how much of a fan that you all are. Even Tom as a writer is still a, a invested fan of the show and it's so contagious from the top to the bottom. There's no small roles. There's no small job on that set. Um, everyone is, mm-hmm. a, I mean, it's a success of everyone or no one. It's, um, everybody's family, a family, family for sure. And, uh, uh, it wouldn't be what it is without the um, the contribution of everybody. It's it's amazing yeah. production, and it's. I hope we see more. I know Vince has said, you know, we'll see. Uh, I don't know if we're going to see any more, but it'd just be nice. To, whatever we do, whether we have more or not, we have the legacy that uh, a lot of shows have this bar now that are raised so high, and the writing, the acting, like I can't say enough, guys. It's just amazing. No. Thank you, guys. You made me cry. Put <laughs> some pressure cry. on Tom, goddammit. Hey, Tom, I'm going to you live, man. You the can't. next thing that Tom is going to work on is going to be something with the Salaman cartel, goddammit. I know where you live, Tom. Don't even say <laughs> right. Tom. And he's got the I'm boots. You see those you, boots coming down the sidewalk in California there. You I know. Uh, look, Hey, look outside your door, Tom. <laughs> I'm freaking watching you. Don't look outside no. your door, Tom. He's going to be with his G-string with his boots on. Ooh, nice. I, don't, I don't think I ever want to look through a peephole in the nah, door again after seeing all these nah, gunshots man. through the peepholes and stuff like that. I never want to do that. But before we go here, I just want to thank a bunch of people here. There's a lot of people to thank. And I'll do this as fast as possible. First and foremost, Lewis and Danny, I love you guys so much. You guys are great. You've been very good to us here thank on the you. show. Thank, thank you, you for doing the shout out for Vince for his birthday there as well. Thank you for having us. No problem, Tom. Love pleasure. you, buddy. I'm so glad to see you again. And I know you've Good got things back. going on Friday. So I know you, you took some time out of your family schedule tonight. So thank the family as well, too. Hope they're all well. Yes. And uh, if we if you have more Fridays available coming up uh, next week, we've got the Kettleman's coming back. Julianne and Jeremy, uh, Sherm, they're coming back. So they won't be in character next time, but I'm sure we might see some Kettleman-isms for sure. <laughs> uh, we've got Gordon Smith <laughs> coming up as well, too. And we're going to do some Ozark and Gillivers crossovers, too, with some Ozark actors coming on here soon talking about... Oh. Um, um, so their love That's of cool. Better Call Saul and of course our, our co-executive producer Karina is going to join us as a co-host for that one I want to thank our show sponsors Warren and Rachel at bobbleheads.com and get all those really cool crazy official uh, Gillivers uh, bobbleheads back there I want to thank Karina as well as her moderating team Ema and Jen Renata big thanks to everyone at uh, Gillivers headquarters Jen, Mel and Joanna all our subscribers subscribers man I came and talked tonight and we do uh, encourage you to check out next week as we said Kettleman's are back in the house and 
and we hope you have. It's long weekend in the, in the USA this weekend, Memorial Day, is that correct? Yes, it is. Yes, three-day weekend. All right, make sure your fireworks are as close to legal as possible, um, and do not well, buy them from the cartel, because you might not Canadian. be doing fireworks. We don't do fireworks. All right. Okay. All right, good, good. We had fireworks here, so whatever you do, whatever you do, just just be safe out there, and uh, we uh, wish you a good, uh, happy one, and we look forward to seeing you back here on Gilliverse next week, Friday, nine p.m. Eastern, six p.m. Pacific, something you. like that. And guys, don't go away. I'm gonna, I'm going to uh, say goodbye to you off the air, and we'll Absolutely. see you next time, everyone. Cheers, bye, everyone. Bye, mom. Thank you for inviting us back, brother. Thank you. Thanks again for tuning into Inside the Gilliverse with Eric Broadbent. Be sure to check back each week for more great discussions and interviews with cast and crew from Breaking Bad, El Camino, and Better Call Saul. 